Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on the podcast, Free From Binge Eating with Breed. We're here today to talk about calorie counting, as it says in the title. So I'm going to go into that in a second, but before I start, I actually want to just quickly mention a post that I did just yesterday on Instagram, and it was basically saying, let me get it up, it says, there was a time when I wished I needed my wisdom teeth out, so I'd be forced on a liquid diet for a few days, so I'd lose weight. I was actually jealous when my sister had hers out. Thankfully, those days are over. I had my wisdom teeth out yesterday and I'm feeling totally chill about, you know, liquids only for a few days, but I also can't wait to eat crunchy food again. That's food freedom. And it just blew my mind. Actually not, like I'm kind of not surprised how many people related to this. Just how much we sometimes yearn for, like hope for, pray for a stomach bug, an illness, a reason to be stuck on a liquid only diet so we can kind of force ourselves to lose weight. It's it's wild. Like just going through the comments, someone was like, oh yeah, I wish I would get sickness bug. Someone else said, the last time I was sick, I, I was glad to have less appetite because I lost weight. You know, someone else said, this was like a real reminder, a checkpoint that, you know, I've got to focus on nutrition and feeling good above my weight. Someone else said they, they really wanted to go traveling in Asia, so they would hopefully get a stomach bug. Someone else said they really wanted to have a colonoscopy, so they would have to drink laxatives to prepare to lose weight. Like so many people related to this. And it's just like such a reminder that sometimes we get so desperate to lose weight. We are, we're doing anything. We'll even do things that harm our health. So urgently wanting to lose weight. And it's just never a good place to be. And it's never a good energy to approach weight loss from. To be in that like rushed energy. Because all we do is, you know, if, if we can't go on a liquid only diet because we have our wisdom teeth out, or we have a colonoscopy coming up, or we've got a stomach bug. Like if, if it's not one of those things, then we're going to purposefully do something like just plain out starve ourselves, cut back on things, take diet pills, do a juice cleanse because of hashtag health, but really it's because we want to lose weight fast. And we just know these things backfire. Like your body never wants to lose weight that fast. So I'm just here to remind you that if you're in that place right now where you're jealous that I just got went my wisdom teeth out because I'm on a liquid only diet for like two or, th two or three days, then I'm here to help you. Let's get you to a place where food just feels neutral and easy again, where you feel relaxed in your body at peace, that you're, you're not praying for yourself to, you know, end up with a stomach bug. So I'm going to put in the show notes the link to my signature course that helps you heal your food relationship and there's a lot of body image work in it as well it's the 30-day reboot i really encourage you to check that out if you're struggling right now now onto this episode i've got a question for you have you ever wondered whether you know all calorie counting is bad is it always bad is it always diet culture is calorie counting not intuitive eating like can they ever coexist can calorie counting ever actually even be helpful so many questions we're gonna get into it so let's just start you know right back to basics just so we're all clear on the same page what is calorie counting it's tracking the calories the 
the energy in the food that you're consuming in a day or in a week, whatever time period, you know, whether it's through an app, a calorie calculator like MyFitnessPal, or just through rough calculations in your head because maybe you've been doing it for years and you basically know the rough calories in like everything. So calorie counting can also look like, you know, counting the calories that you've burned, quote unquote, burned during exercise. And then, you know, doing that net calculation of how many calories have I burned versus eaten today? Am I in a calorie deficit? Will I lose weight? Will I gain weight? That kind of thing. I'm sure you all know exactly what I'm talking about. So why would you track calories? Why would anyone ever do this? Well, it has been shown in studies that self-monitoring in terms of your food intake, it has been linked to greater fat loss results. In an evaluation of self-monitoring of an 18-week standard behavioral weight loss program, individuals who consistently kept food records had a mean loss of approximately 15 kilos, while those who did not self-monitor gained about 4 kilos. So I'm assuming in that study it was people who were quite overweight because those are quite big numbers to be losing and gaining. Either way though, it's you know showing that in some circumstances, self-monitoring, tracking your calories can help you be more aware. Studies also show that we actually often underestimate our food intake by up to 30 to 50%. It can be hard to guess the amount of calories or you know macros that are in food. So sometimes calorie counting can just be helpful in terms of you know getting your bearings and just knowing okay what's what what's reality and what am I what am I lying to myself and am I pretending that this food has less calories than it actually does? Now is calorie counting bad? Inherently, there's nothing necessarily bad about calorie counting. It's not morally wrong. You're not going to go to jail for doing it, you know, for finding how many calories you're consuming daily. It's not hurting anyone else. But I guess the key question is, is calorie counting hurting you? So theoretically, calorie counting, it doesn't seem bad. You know, it's just a simple calculation of how much you're eating or, you know, using per day. It's a very neutral act when you look at it in that way. The problem usually arises when we start using calorie counting long term. I'm gonna pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, Why You're Still Binge Eating and How to Stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling, I was stuck for 10 years doing that, then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. The average person just won't stick with it for long. And that goes for everyone from elite athletes to six-year-old grandparents. You know, people just don't want to bother with that calorie math, meticulously tracking everything they eat or photographing and putting it into an app. And research shows that even people who like this method tend to stop using it over time. And one likely reason for that, you know, it can just take the joy out of eating. You might be so worried about hitting your macros, hitting your calorie count, that you struggle to find actual pleasure in the social aspects of eating, like sharing a good meal with family and friends or having someone cook for you or going out to eat at a restaurant and just losing that sense of also presence, like being with the food instead of overthinking it and worrying about it. What's more, you know, for some people, this type of food tracking 
may actually be unhealthy. Evidence suggests that there is associations between calorie and macro tracking apps and three types of disordered eating. Those being binge eating, as we know, the overwhelming urge to consume as much food as possible as fast as possible. Cognitive dietary restraint, that's feeling like you're constantly making an effort to limit what you eat. And moralizing food, labeling it as good and bad and attaching your self-worth to your food choices. Some of those, maybe all of those are very familiar to you. And obviously we don't wanna be going back into that, any of that or making any of that even worse than it might already feel by calorie counting or continuing to calorie count. And those at the highest risk of calorie counting affecting you negatively are those who tend to be overly self-critical, those who are prone to disordered eating or have had a past in disordered eating. And that's why I would usually recommend if you are gonna do calorie counting, that you only do it for short periods of time. And to remember that this is just a tool, it's only as good as the job it does. So if counting truly works for you, you genuinely enjoy it, you find it empowering and interesting, fascinating, it's helping you meet your goals easily and productively, then by all means, you know, keep doing it, you do you. There's, as I said, nothing morally or inherently actually bad or wrong about calorie counting. But on the other hand, you know, if it's making you feel confused, anxious, distracted, distressed, any other type of negative emotion, if you find it time consuming, if you're putting a lot of attention towards it, it's creating an imbalanced life, if you're spending more time on it than actually, you know, doing the things that help you reach your goal, then I would definitely consider to stop calorie counting. It probably isn't good for you right now. The question is, can tracking calories ever actually be good? Can it ever help you? So as sort of alluded to earlier, I find that short-term tracking calories for certain people, it can definitely be helpful to you know, get your bearings, educate yourself on food, on nutrition. I've really had people message me at times, you know, when maybe on a reel, I've been saying like the negative side of calorie counting and someone says back, actually for me, it was literally life-saving. It helped me lose weight that I really, really needed to be losing at that time. It helped them stay accountable with what they were eating, what they were putting in their bodies. So I find that calorie counting in the short term, it can really help you get a rough idea of food nutrients. And I've definitely done this in terms of macro counting in the past. I've done it, I stopped doing it after I'd say about four months, a few years ago. And now I roughly just know kind of the amount of macros and different foods or which ones are protein heavy, which ones are fat heavy, which ones are carb heavy. And you know, that's the goal. Like we don't need these external tracking methods forever if we ever want them to begin with. You know, they're kind of, I see them as training wheels on a bike. You use them for a bit and then you get the hang of things and they'll come off soon and then you just don't need them anymore. Ultimately though, you know you best. If you notice anything like this is getting obsessive, overly critical, taking away from your life, negative emotions around it. If you're aiming for perfection and feeling guilty if you miss it, then you know what to do. Dial back on it or get rid of it completely if you can. And I know for a lot of people, they've been calorie counting for so long that it's hard to let go of it. It feels just like automatic and it's scary to let go. If that's you, then I have got a podcast episode on how to stop calorie counting. It's in the show notes. So definitely check that out. What if you're using calorie counting to eat more. I've actually had someone DM me this recently um, asking if it was okay to calorie count. They were using it to make sure that they're eating more food, that they're hitting these higher calorie intake goals. Because I think at that time they were doing some weightlifting and they wanted to gain weight. I said, listen, I'm not dogmatic about this stuff. You know, I don't see this as like a 100% no. Calorie counting to me is not the devil. It's not bad. 
it can be bad for some people at some times, but that's for you to decipher. You know you best. It's really what you make of it. It's your intention behind it. It's your energy behind it. She was clearly using it in a really calm, level-headed way as like just a tool to help her reach her goals. And I told her, you know, of course, if this ever became obsessive, if it went too far, then she knows what to do. You can dial it back, stop doing it. I've even had cases where someone has said, you know, it was literally life-saving that it helped them gain weight, get out of anorexia recovery, and ensure that they were really eating way more food than they were previously. But make sure that they were staying accountable, not lying to themselves, and eating enough calories to literally save their life. So it's really all about the context, the intention, the energy behind calorie counting, in my opinion. Now, I know some people are of the thought, you know, it's just completely anti-intuitive eating. You know, a few decades ago or a century ago, people wouldn't have even known what a calorie was, let alone how much was exactly in every single thing that we eat. We just went with the flow. Somehow people managed, people listened to hunger and fullness cues. So why the hell do we need it now? Well, I don't think we need it necessarily. Of course, maybe some people it's very helpful, like that example I just said about the woman needing to gain weight and it saved her life. You know, obviously many people still don't use calorie counting, but in my mind, you know, intuitive eating is the end goal. It's great. It's just go with the flow. You don't have to overthink food. But the thing is, I think intuitive eating has a foundation in practice and also a lot of nutritional education to get there. I can intuitively eat and it works well for me because I know a lot of the nutrition behind food. I know also roughly the kind of calories in food. As mentioned, to me, calorie counting, you know, it's the training wheels that you might want for a while. But also, I think, remember that we also live in a totally different nutritional landscape versus 100 years ago. We have so many foods now that seem low calorie or low volume. You know, you can eat so much of it and it doesn't fill you up, but they're super high calorie. We have foods that are so calorie dense, so chemically designed in a lab to feel addictive, to make you want to come back for more. You know, it fools our body and minds into thinking that we can eat tons of it and it's not a lot of food. So I think that's the difference between people like 100 years ago who could just go with the flow. I think they were mainly living on whole foods and whole foods, it's really hard to go overboard. It's hard to, it's kind of hard to eat unhealthy, right? When you don't have most of the supermarkets full of Oreos and Doritos and stuff. So I think these days there can be a place for it. And it's really up to you to determine, you know, is this going to be helpful for me to understand what's in certain foods calorie wise? Can I use this as an educational tool for the short term? Help me, you know, move towards an intuitive eating place that works for me because now I know more about nutrition. Now I know more about the food that I'm putting in my body. It's up to you. It's to each of their own. You know you best. And of course, after listening to this, if you have now kind of been like, okay, yeah, for me, calorie counting, it's probably not great at the moment. I'm feeling obsessive about it. It's taking over my life. If it feels harmful for you, then in the link below, in the show notes, there's the 30-day reboot. That's going to help you let go of all of these sort of like tracking methods and just sort of release for a while heal your food relationship learn more about your body and move towards that intuitive eating space that we kind of all want to move towards that feels easy and free so hopefully that helps you out thanks for tuning in guys i will see you for the next episode and that's the scoop for today i hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life it really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. 
change someone's day, mood, or even their life, be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.